Welcome to the Avail Podcast, where we dig deep and talk about the art of leadership. My name is Virgil Sierra, and today we're sitting down with Jeremiah Hosford. Jeremiah has an incredible testimony, and he's the lead pastor of Abundant Life Church in Georgia, as well as the lead pastor of the Abundant Life Revival Network. Today, he's going to share some insights from his most recent book, Prospering in Pandemonium, Releasing and Restoring the Double Portion. So, buckle up your leadership seatbelts and let's get started. And we're back, everybody, for another episode of the Avail Podcast where we talk about the art of leadership with amazing leaders. And today is not going to disappoint. We are talking with Pastor Jeremiah Hosford, who is going to bring some great insights connected to his new book. We're going to talk about that in a moment. Pastor Jeremiah, how are you doing, sir? I'm doing awesome, especially, especially coming off this past weekend. We're doing amazing, Pastor Verge, and I thank you so much for the time. And I thank you for having me on Avail today. It is amazing. I appreciate it so much. Yeah, we're both coming off a high. At the time of this recording, we've just gone by Resurrection Sunday, had an amazing Easter services. And uh, so we're hoping that that, that energy will kind of come into this conversation. Yeah. Pastor Jeremiah, before we talk about your new book, Prospering in Pandemonium, which I'm really excited to get into. I think all of our leaders and pastors and kind of the Avail listeners and viewers are going to lean in for this. I want everybody to get to know you a little bit. Why don't you take a moment and share a little bit about who you are, where you're from, and where you are now? Well, Pastor Jeremiah Hosford, and I am actually from Jackson, Georgia, and the church that I pastor is right here on the county line of Jackson, Georgia as well. And I was born and raised in this area, and I've had the wonderful privilege of being able to uh, grow up in this area. And I've had the wonderful honor as well, Pastor, to be able to be saved, born again, filled with the Spirit, discipled in the church that I'm actually pastoring now. Wow. Been pastoring for 12 years and seeing God do so many things, um, having always been living for the Lord. Uh, there was probably about a nine-year stretch that uh, I was in the streets and uh, not living for God at all, running the opposite direction of the mm. Lord. But the Lord was calling me back to himself. And uh, one day my wife and I walked into the church that I actually now pastor and was born again in that church. And I tell you, the Lord called me to preach that day. And man, just so many miracles, miracle after miracle after miracle. And now we are getting to lead this body of congregation or congregants here, right here in the same church. And there's so many other miracles that come into that. But that's who I am. I have uh, one son named Jeshua, and uh, he's our only child. My wife's name is Lisa. And uh, we're just enjoying what God is doing right here in the kingdom, what he's doing through our lives. We also have a couple of other campuses as well, uh, one in uh, Forsyth, Georgia and one in Tullamore, Ireland as well. So Ooh. that's who I am and uh, in the kingdom, but God is doing great things, Pastor. Uh, yeah, and I'll mention, you know, Apostle Jeremiah really is leading the Abundant Life Revival Network, which is a network of churches. And, you know, I, I love leaning into conversations like this because uh, there's so much that that we can learn together. 
that we can learn from each other. And in this case, we want to learn from you. Pastor Jeremiah, you know, your newest book, Prospering in Pandemonium, I have the privilege of holding it in my hands right now, Releasing and Restoring the Double Portion. Yes. You know, I, I, I know you've shared with me your heart about this, but I want, to sh- I want you to share your heart about basically why, you know, what's the heart behind prospering in pandemonium? Why did you write this? How did it come to your heart? Wow. Thank you. You know, and I just want to say uh, to every leader that's, that's listening right now, every leader that's watching, first of all, thank you for taking time out of your day to listen and watch, because I know just like you, we've went through some tough times over the past Mm. two years, but God is doing something amazing. And the reason why I, I wrote Prospering in Pandemonium and, and the heart behind this book is because in May of 2019, God gave me a dream. And at the end of that dream, he be, there was uh, about 10 to 15 loud shouts, Pastor. And those shouts were, were this, Zechariah 9, re, Zechariah 9, Zechariah 9, just kept repeating this. So when I woke up from the dream, I went straight to my Bible to see what Zechariah 9 had to say. And I read through it and I could get the revelation of divine protection. Now, but those of you listening and watching, I want you to understand something. This was in May of 2019. COVID hadn't happened. None of this stuff that had happened that you've been seeing going on for two years had happened. And I knew God was speaking divine protection. But about three weeks later, I had the opportunity to sit down with a prophet friend of mine. And I asked him, I said, what does Zechariah 9 mean to you? And he said, oh, that's simple. That is the that is the chapter of the double portion. Mm. And when he said that, something leaped in my spirit. And I knew that was that was the, the, the fullness of the revelation. And God began to speak to me about how he is going to restore and release the double portion back to the church. And this was in, this was in 2019. And so when Hmm. in December the 31st, 2019, I'm standing on a platform in our new year's Eve service, the place is packed. And I begin to declare how this is going to be the time of the double portion. And little did I know pastor that Hmm. three months later, COVID was going to break out. And, and so God began to put this in my heart. He let me know this was not just for your church. This was for the body of Christ. I need to get a message to them to let them know just because things are going on around them does not mean it has to get in them. And just because this is happening to the world does not mean it has to happen to them. Hmm. That is the heart behind this book prospering in pandemonium because God is releasing a message to the body of Christ that is saying, regardless of the pandemonium I see around, around you see around you, it does not mean that it's going to get in you. And it does <laughs> not mean that I'll stop prospering you in the midst of it, that I'll stop blessing you in the midst of it. So that is the heart behind this book. And uh, we've watched it rad- just radically change many people. I love it. I think I, I think it's so particular how the Lord gave you this word literally right before the world literally went into chaos. Yes. And uh, and I think it's a I think it's a it's a powerful word. And I'm really happy we're talking about this. Now, here's a question with what's happening in the world today. Why is it important for us as leaders, for us as pastors to, to tell the difference between what we're hearing from God 
and what we're hearing from the world because sometimes we're hearing clearly or louder from one or the other. But <laughs> but why is it so important <laughs> to tell the difference between these two? Well, you know, in, in my book, I, I, in one of the chapters I have, it, it's called the prophetic versus pandemonium. Uh-huh. And and basically what that is, what that is uh, talking about is what you see with your natural eyes versus what you're hearing with your spiritual mm-hmm. ear. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I have found is that many times what you see with your natural eyes in the present is not always lining up with what you are hearing with your spiritual ears for the mm. future. And so in I, I've went through the word of God and I have this in the book as well. But one of the things I have found is that every time something pandemonium was going to hit the world, hit the earth, hit an area, God has always released a prophetic word before. Mm. It and the reason for that, Pastor, is mm. so that he can release his power to 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 cause his people to rise above mm. what is coming on the earth. In the midst of it, okay, the Bible says that when the enemy comes in, uh, the spirit of the Lord will lift the standard against him. Mm -hmm. Well, the spirit of the Lord knows before the enemy ever comes. Sure. And so, you know, for those who pastors, those leaders out there, those ministers listening and watching right now, when when you see all this happening, the one of the top things you can do is get a word from God right now. Get a prophetic word from mm-hmm. God. And when you when you see these things that are that are opposing what you're hearing from God, when you see them with your natural eyes, speak what God is saying and watch what you're seeing change. Mm. It's very important right now for leaders all over the world to get a prophetic word from God so they can prosper in the midst of what they're seeing. What would you say? In practic- practically speaking, to a pastor or leader who says, "Okay, Pastor Jeremiah, I hear what you're saying. Right. How do I do that? Right. How do I how do I hear what God like? How do I download what God is saying? How do I know, you know, that I'm hearing from Him?" Right, right. Well, I'm gonna first of all because you said practical, and I know that every minister and every pastor knows this. Every probably every Christian leader listening right now knows this, but sometimes we have to be reminded. Okay, yeah. so this is going to be very elementary. But I'm just here to remind you, get back in your word. <laughs> I know it's simple. That's I it. know it is. But I'm telling you, there. when you begin to bury yourself back in that word of God, that's it. all of a sudden your spiritual ears open. Your faith starts climbing mm-hmm. to a level that it has not been. And you can begin to speak to things that are opposing you things that are not lining up with what God is saying, you can begin to speak to them from a place of faith. But secondly, I would say this, get yourself around some people that are full of faith. Mm -hmm. You have to do this. I can't tell you the amount of times, Pastor, that I have been, I've been feeling down or I've been struggling with my faith or struggling to believe what God has said and get around some of my brothers in Christ that are full of faith. Mm-hmm. And they say one thing and all of a sudden it reignites what, what God has been saying in my life. And, and so that's just one of those practical things. And a third thing, and, and I know you, you're sitting there saying, man, you're plugging your book, but listen, 
<laughs> get get some get some reading material. Listen to things like this Avail podcast right here, where people are are pouring into your life and they're not pouring into your life doom and gloom and they're not pouring into your life that you're not going to make it, but they're pouring into your life that we we serve a God that has not changed. That's right. And that he's still the same yesterday, today and forever. When you begin to put these things together, all of a sudden your spiritual ears begin to open and you begin to listen to what God is saying, regardless of what you're seeing. That's good. I like I like the practical nature. And sometimes we just got to go back to the basics, you know, kind of on the same line of what we're talking about right now in in your book, Prospering Pandemonium, chapter three is entitled here versus there. Can you talk to us a little bit about this? There's this internal and it's connected to what we're talking about. There's internal leadership struggle inside of us between where I am now and where I see myself in the future. Talk to that. You know, first of all, let me just say this. Every leader, every pastor watching and listening right now has been in this place. Yep. If you're not in it right now, you've been in the place where where you're at presently does not line up with what God has said for your future. And and managing that in between becomes a tough thing. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So many people can quit. So many people give up in the in-between. And I write about Abraham is here versus his there. Mm-hmm. Abraham has this powerful, he has this powerful uh, promise from God. And God says, I'm going to make you a father of many nations. Okay, so mm-hmm. let's, just, let's, let's just, for example, say uh, Abraham was in this powerful church service and somebody prophesied, mm-hmm. you, you're going to be a father of many nations. And then he has to walk out of that church service and he has to go home and his wife is barren Mm. and she's too old, too old to have a child. Mm -hmm. This is his here, but he's carrying his there. So how, so the question is, how do I, how do I keep the strength to not give up? Right. From my here to my there. And one of the things I would say, and this is something the Lord spoke to me when I was re- uh, writing this book, and it's very powerful. Remember that when God speaks to you, when God gives you a promise, a prophecy, that you're carrying a promise from God and you're carrying a promise for God. Come on. When you understand, Abraham was, yes, a son was going to bless Abraham. Mm-hmm. Many had but it wasn't just about blessing him. It was also he was carrying the promise for God. Isaac was from God and Isaac was for God. Mm-hmm. When you understand that, you'll realize you're not fighting the battle by yourself. You are not fighting this thing alone. When you realize that you're carrying it for God and from God, then, then it takes the pressure off of you. To, to, to try to figure out how to get to your there. Mm-hmm. You'll find strength. You'll find strength in between your here versus your there. But I think another thing you need to remember when you're, when you're, when you're dealing with your here versus your there is this right here. Heaven keeps great records. Heaven keeps great records. Mm-hmm. And, and when you, because when, one of the things the enemy wants to do to our lives as pastors, as leaders, as business owners, he wants us to he wants to pervert our perception of the goodness of God. Mm-hmm. And the reason he wants to do that is because he knows 
that he if we don't give up, we're going to win. <laughs> That's right. That's how it is. And so he perverts our perception of the goodness of God to make us think that, number one, we didn't hear from God. And number two, God has left us in between our here and our there. And so if you'll remember, if you'll remember, number one, that you're carrying that promise for God and you're carrying a promise from God. Mm -hmm. And if you'll, you'll remember that God is on your side in the middle of this thing right here, then you'll have the strength to carry on between your here versus there and not give up and not quit in the midst of that. That's a good word. Even when I think about it right now, it's it's hard sometimes. It's hard to navigate. Oh, yeah, that's where I got to be. But I'm here. Right. But then when I look back at my life, I'm like, look where I am. That's where right. I was. And I think I think it's so important to remember that. I think that's a good way that that carrying God's promise that we are from God and we are for God. Yeah, it's yeah. not in our hands. It's in his hands. Yeah. You know, something caught my attention. Um, and by the way, everybody, we're we're talking about Jeremiah, Apostle Jeremiah Hosford's new book, yeah. Prospering in Pandemonium. Um, something caught my attention, specifically the, the title of chapter eight, More Than Conquerors. Yes. So it's one thing to be a conqueror. It's another thing to be more than a conqueror. What's the difference? Yeah, uh, man, I tell you, that was one of my favorite chapters because I was uh, one day I was preparing a message and uh, to preach that night. And I just felt the Lord speak to me and he said, son, you are more than a conqueror. Well, you know, pastor, you know how we are. We, we know the word. We've done heard this. We've done preached this. We've done shouted this. We've done saying this. And I just passed it off as, yes, I know, Lord, and kept on. But and then he repeated it to me again. And I knew if he was saying that again, I knew uh -huh. he had something for me. And so he said, you are more than a conqueror. And I said, OK, Lord, I'm listening. He said, son, you need to realize a conqueror shows up on the battlefield to get the victory. Mm. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with getting the victory, the, the victory of Christ manifesting because mm -hmm. he's already won mm -hmm. but his victory manifesting. So there's nothing wrong with that. He said, but I called you more than a conqueror. And so I said, OK, I'm listening here now. I, I want to know what you're, what are you talking about? He says, you don't just show up to get the victory. He says, but a more than a conqueror, you show up to get the spoil from the victory. Come on. So when you get that revelation, you understand that every time the enemy has been allowed. And I know this might this might mess with some of your theology, those of you listening. But let this encourage you, leaders. Let this encourage you, pastors, ministers, business owners. Every time the enemy has been allowed to attack you. It is not to bend. It is not to take from you. It is to add to you hmm. because the enemy comes with a certain amount of spoil. And so God does not just send <laughs> you to the battlefield to get the victory. He sends you to the back of battlefield to get the spoil from the victory. And we see this happening several times in scripture. We see it happen with David at Ziklag. I mean, why were they allowed to attack David's family, David, the, the families of the men and take everything? But they didn't just they did not hurt one of the family members and, and they did not uh, damage any of any of the things they got from David and his men. Why? Well, mm -hmm. uh, David says, shall I go and uh, attack them and recover? God said, you'll recover all plus some. He mm -hmm. goes and attacks them. 
And not only does he get back everything that's his, but he gets back everything they've raided from everybody else. Hmm. Then we also see it with Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles when the enemy comes against uh, him and the people of Judah. And God says, okay, send the praisers first. I know you're, you're familiar with the story. Mm-hmm. Why were they allowed to attack? Because the Bible says it took three to four days for them to recover all the enemy's spoil. God mm-hmm. was adding to them, not taken from them. And so if you can get this mindset, get this revelation, you will understand. I'm not out here going blow for blow with the devil. Every mm. time, every time he shows up, it's because God is not, he is not here to take from you. He is here to add to you. And this is what it means to be more than a conqueror. Christian leaders around the world are taking advantage of their free annual subscription to the Avail Journal. After all, each one of us should be taking the next step in our leadership journey. When you sign up for a free annual subscription to the Avail Journal, you'll enjoy interviews, articles, resources, and much more. For more information and to get subscribed today, visit availjournal.com. That's what I want to be. I don't want to just be a conqueror. I want to be more. Come on. <laughs> Man, that's I want to be called. more than a conqueror. You know, I, I think I think it's great that you wrote this book in this season. I think this is I think this is a book for these times yes. and for believers to really lean in and and lean into the Lord, lean into His Word, lean into what is He saying? Because it's so easy to kind of shrink back in in these times with yes. so much uncertainty. We're going to talk about. We're going to touch on that in, in a moment. Uh, I want to mention. I want to mention another chapter that caught my attention um, in your book, which is chapter ten. The double portion dimension. And by the way, that's in the subtitle, Releasing and Restoring the Double Portion. Um, The double portion dimension. You talk about, in this chapter, you talk about the difference between seasons and dimensions. In your opinion, Apostle Jeremiah, in your opinion, what is God wanting to release on the body of Christ right now? Well, in my opinion, and uh, God is wanting to release dimensions upon the body of Christ. Mm. The the dimensional glory. Mm. Um, now we know there will always be, the Bible says there's always going to be a, a, a season for everything. Okay. There's, you know, it, you read that in Ecclesiastes. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to go against the Bible here, but the Bible, Jesus tells a parable about the man who went to work in the third hour, the person who went to work in the sixth hour, and then the person who went to work in the 11th hour. And the person who went to work in the 11th hour was receiving the same amount of wages as the person who went to work in the third hour. In other words, the people who who were uh, present towards the end of the day, because time was running out, God had to release something upon them to harvest what he was looking for. Well, we are in that time right now. So mm. if you think about it like that, Seasons, uh, seasons have a beginning time. They have an end time. There is a beginning to summer and there's an end to summer. There's also a reason for summer. There's a beginning to winter. There's an end to winter. Okay. So there's a beginning and an end to it. Um, when you look at levels, levels are the same way. There is a floor to a level and there's a ceiling to a level. Mm-hmm. So seasons and levels have limitations. What God is wanting to release on the body of Christ right now is an anointing, is a, a glory, a dimension that has no, le- no limitations. Every time Jesus, every time Jesus 
came up against an earthly limitation, he broke it. Mm -hmm. Now think about it. Why was this? Because the dimension that he was from did not have those limitations. So Jesus understood that what I need to do here on the earth is, is to manifest a dimension that I'm from here on the earth. And then the limitation on the earth will break. The limitation on the earth will bow to the dimension on which I am manifesting here on the earth. For example, we have, he has a multitude of people that are hungry. All right. The dimension that he's from knows no lack. Mm -hmm. There's no lack. So he says, okay, well, what do you have? They said five loaves, two fish. He said, that's enough. (laughs) Because he understands that the dimension I'm walking in, the glory dimension I'm walking in, there's no limitations to it. So five loaves and two fish are enough to feed a multitude. Mm -hmm. It's about to multiply. The dimension he was from didn't have sickness. So he walks up to people who are sick, heals them. The dimension he's from didn't have death. So he ruined people's funerals. Okay. (laughs) what, what What is happening right here? He says, here is a dimension of glory that brings immediately moments. That's what we're needing in the body of Christ right now. Immediately moments. And then so someone would say, well, that was Jesus. You know, that was him. But that does not mean that we're walking in that kind of glory. Well, this is what he said in John 17, verse 22. He says, and the glory you gave me, I now give to them. Mm. When you get that revelation, you understand that the limitations are no longer on you, that you're that God is releasing something, a dimension on the body of Christ right now, because the harvest is ripe. That's right. And he is ready for that harvest to come in. And so we, we're not, we don't need to be waiting to try to get to a certain level before we do that. We don't need to be waiting to try to get to a, a certain season for that. It's now. Walk in that dimensional glory and watch the immediately moments happen. I have a question on that. Why, why do you think, maybe from your experience or your, your, your thoughts, what you've, what you've seen, what, what's, holding, what's holding so many people back? from experiencing, you know, this double portion dimension mentality and heart. Yes. Let, let me speak from a personal experience. Mm-hmm. Two things were holding me back. Lack of revelation. And you can add knowledge with that. Mm-hmm. So lack of revelation and small thinking. All right. And, and, and if I want to talk because before I was ever, uh, before I was ever, a pastor. I was a business owner. So if we have any business owners watching right now, mm-hmm. and I want to talk to pastors, leaders out there. All of you are leaders. You're leading somebody. Pray this prayer. Father, deliver me from small thinking. Ooh-wee. If you do this, things mm-hmm. are going to start popping into you and you're not even going to know where they come from, but it's going to start breaking barriers, breaking limitations. And you're going to be like, well, why haven't I never thought about that? Because you were limited within your thinking, mm-hmm. limited within your revelation. So when you understand that this revelation begins to open up a whole nother, so so why a, a whole nother world? So why do I have to put up with lack? You don't. Mm. Why do I have to put up with these kind of limitations? You don't. 
you get a revelation and you think bigger. And mm. watch. The, everybody says, okay, the mind of Christ is just about walking in holiness. No, that is true. It's about walking in holiness. It's about walking in righteousness. But the mind of Christ is about refusing to be limited in your thinking. Mm. That was that was the mind of Christ. He did not accept the limitations on the earth. He refused to accept them. He he changed them. And that's what God is releasing on the body of Christ right now. That's good. That's a good, that's a word for somebody out there right now. Come on. That's a prayer to pray. Lord, deliver me from small thinking and open up my, my mind and my heart and my spirit to big thinking. I think, I think that's what Jesus did. That's, that's what he encourages us to do models for us. Right. And, right. and it's connected to our faith. Um, this is a good, this is a good place to take this as we're kind of coming to the final stretch here. Um, you know, pastors right now, and we've talked about this, you know, off the air here, uh, pastors are finding themselves with many dilemmas. What do I do? Some people aren't coming back ever since the pandemic started. People that I don't know are coming back. <laughs> there's voices in, uh, saying this, and then there's differing opinions over here. And and what do I do? <laughs> do you have a word for us today, <laughs> Apostle Jeremiah, well, as far as what do we do when we have so many dilemmas? Yes, I, I do. I do. Um, first of all, I would say this. Um, I want to I want to speak to you from a spiritual standpoint, if I can. Remember, God has not changed. See, when right now everything around us is changing and that which has not changed is subject to change. Mm -hmm. All this begins to happen. If you're not careful, you'll begin to think God has changed. God has not changed. You're still the seed of Abraham. You're still seated with Christ in heavenly places. And you're still uh, more than a conqueror. So if that be the case, then what we must ask ourselves is this right here. God, what are you saying? Because if you call me to be more than a conqueror, you call me to be the head and not the tail, then I know that you've not changed that thought about me that feeling mm -hmm. about me in the midst of what I'm walking through. So I, I would I would just tell you in the midst of that right now, in, in, in those kind of dilemmas, you grab a hold of that, grab a hold of that and refuse, refuse mm. to believe that God has changed because he has not. Secondly, I want to talk to pastors from a practical standpoint. Mm -hmm. um, so when COVID hit, um, and, you know, for three weeks, we went virtual here um, and then we opened right back up. And so but one of the things I told my staff and I'm, I'm not going to take credit for this. I'm going to give all the glory to God because I don't know that I am this. I don't know that I'm this wise of a leader. I just thought mm. it was God's grace. But I told my staff, I said, we're about to pat, we're about to lead this church and lead this network of churches as if nobody will ever come back. Mm. We're going to lead it as if this was a church plant. Now, how are we going to do ministry? And what that did is it brought a freshness. Wow. It brought creativity to the table. Yep. And nobody was like, well, we used we this is how we've always done it. Well, you can't say that now because we're doing it as if we've never done it. Right. And so I want to encourage you pastors right now and those leaders Mm -hmm. you're, seeing, you're seeing people, you're seeing people that 
you thought had your back no matter what, and they have not showed up in your church in two years. You haven't heard from them. And, and when you do hear from them, oh, yeah, we're coming back next Sunday, you don't see them. I want to encourage you right now. Sit around the table with your staff. Sit around the table with your leaders. And if you don't have none, sit around the table with the Holy Ghost. <laughs> and <laughs> if nobody else comes back to my church, how am I going to do ministry this Sunday? It gives you a clean slate. It gives you a free drawing board to do ministry like you've always wanted to do it. Ooh, that's a good word. That's a good word. Hey, everybody. We've been talking about Apostle Jeremiah Hosford's new book, Prospering in Pandemonium, Releasing and Restoring the Double Portion. Uh, Pastor Jeremiah, how can people get this? How can they get this book? Well, uh, you can go on Amazon. You can go on Barnes & Noble. Or you can go on JeremiahHosford.com. Mm-hmm. You can you can get it in any of those areas right there. It is accessible to you. Uh, I encourage you. I, I would like to say something, Pastor Verge, because yeah. there's a lot of there's a lot of books out there. Man, they're great books. They they have great insight in them. I mean, we have a lot of great Christian authors mm-hmm. all over the world. One of the things that makes this book a little bit different is is there isn't as much of a how to book. This mm-hmm. isn't as much as of a how to as it is an impartation. Mm. When you read this book, somewhere around five, chapter five, chapter six, something begins to shift inside of you. And and you and you might not get all the how-tos, but what changes is what's in you. An impartation to believe God for the double portion. And so I encourage you, grab this book. Grab it for your leaders and and watch what God does for you. That's good. I I heard also that the audio book will be available on Audible. Is that correct? Yes, that's going to be it's going to be available. And uh, we're working on some other things, but I don't want to let the cat out of the bag. (laughs) But I appreciate uh, Martine and all that he's doing for us as well. Yeah. Here at Avail, we just want to get good quality resources in the hands of pastors, leaders, whether it's helping them in the how-to, whether it's imparting just in that word and that direction and that guidance spiritually. I think that's awesome. Um, uh, I'm, I'm assuming people can find you on social media, Pastor yes, Jeremiah? Yes, uh, Facebook, Apostle Jeremiah Hosford, and then Instagram and TikTok is Jeremiah underscore Hosford. And then also, again, uh, website, JeremiahHosford.com. Connect with me. I'd love to hear from you because I'm telling you, I believe this is our finest hour, Pastor Verge. Yep. I believe we're going down. I believe, I believe it. No. That's what I, I believe, believe it. I believe it. Hey, we love this. Make sure you get the book Prospering in Pandemonium by Jeremiah Hosford. Look for it. Grab it. Uh, we want to put leadership resources in your hand. We also have the Avail Journal. Uh, um, I think you've seen it, right? You Have you held it? Have you, oh, have yeah. you had one in your hands? I love the outside cover of it. And I think they do such a great job. Guys, the Avail Journal is a leadership resource that can equip you all, no matter where you're watching or listening in the world, this thing can equip you. I think Dr. Sam Chan and Martine have done a fabulous job in putting this leadership resource in the hand, into the hands of ministers, pastors, and leaders all over the world. So love it. Yes, yes, yes. If you have not done so yet, leaders, pastors, you can subscribe for a free annual subscription. You can claim that for a year for free. 
availjournal.com, availjournal.com. They come out quarterly, amazing leadership resources and content that's going to help you on your leadership journey. Um, all right. So what I want to do here, uh, Apostle Jeremiah, as we, as we finish off, I have a couple of off the cuff questions here that we didn't plan for. Here it is. Here it is. My first question. How do you like to have fun? Oh, uh, well, I love to go out, go out to eat. We, me and my family like to go shopping and then listen, I, I'm st- I still have a little bit of this uh, country boy in me a little bit. So I, love, I still love to hunt. I still love to fish when I get the opportunity to do so. Um, don't really play as much golf as I, I used to a little bit, and, uh, <laughs> but that's how I like to have it. All right, all right, all right, all right. What makes you laugh? Uh, I tell you what makes me laugh is seeing people like you. <laughs> and the reason I say that is because I like to see I like to see people. Uh, man, living life. Yeah, I like to see people succeeding. Uh, that's part of writing this book. I want to see people doing well. I want to see people um, being who God's called them to be, and that makes me smile. That's what really makes me smile. I love that. I love that. I love that. Um, music. What kind of music touches you? What kind of what kind of music hits well, your heart? Listen, I you know, and I'm just one of those people that I love. Uh, I love like your black gospel. Uh, <laughs> that's just who I am, man. I love people. Uh, I love people like Israel Houghton. Uh-huh. People. Um, Some soul. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That That is me. But I, but I <laughs> feel, you know, I can go Maverick City, but I like anointed music. I, yeah. That's what I listen to because when I listen to music, uh, I listen to it to, to inspire me. But if it's not that, I love jazz. I don't know what it is about jazz. See, I'm getting <laughs> got going on over there right now, and so, and I, I do love jazz. Uh, I'm not, I'm not like this. I'm a jazz connoisseur. Or sure, sure, sure. But I do love jazz. So. All right, all right. I like it. I like it. Yeah. Here's what I want to do. I want you to leave one final nugget on the hearts of all of our leaders. This has been a great conversation, everybody. Again, the book is Prospering in Pandemonium, Releasing and Restoring the Double Portion. Pastor Jeremiah, what, what do you want to leave on the hearts of all of our leaders? Well, first, let me just say thank you for every one of you that have continued to watch and listen. I appreciate your time. Your time is very valuable, and I appreciate you you leaning in and lending your ear to this. But this is what I want to leave with you right now. If as as Christian leaders, pastors, uh, as ministers, uh, every time you look at the world, it seems to be screaming no to us, to the agenda, to the call of God on our life. If you were to ask the world right now, if you were to ask them, is this the church's finest hour? They would say no. Mm. I promise you. They would say no. The the enemy of our souls would say no. There's no way you can possibly succeed. But there's a part in my book that I write, God's yes versus the world's no. Mm. And what that means is this right here. Every time, because uh, God and Satan are diametrically opposed. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they're, they're, they're opposite if you want to say it like that. So every time the enemy of our souls and every time the world is screaming no to you, that means that God is screaming yes to you. So if you look at what, what the, the world is saying, no, you can't build that building. No, you can't lead that network. No, you can't grow that church. No, mm-hmm. this is not your time for your call. If the world is saying that, 
then guess what God is saying? <laughs> yes. Yes, it's your time. Yes, you can grow that church. Yes, you can grow that network. Yes, you can be the leader God has always called you to be. Yes, you can be the successful businessman God has called you to be. Yes, yes, yes. So what I want to leave you with today is if the world is saying no, God must be saying yes. <laughs> Good word, everybody. Make sure you get this book, Prospering in Pandemonium. I love it. Uh, Pastor Jeremiah, on behalf of Sam Chand, on behalf of Martin Van Tilburg, our whole Avail team, we're so thankful for you. We're Thank thankful you. for the word of God in your life, for the calling on your life. We we honor you and we, and we bless your life, brother. Thank you, Pastor Verge. It's been an honor to be on this platform that y'all, that you guys has had so many great leaders on this platform. Thank you so much for inviting me. Yes, sir. Thanks for being here. Hey, I hope you leaned in and got something out of this conversation. Leadership, spiritual journey, faith. It's all here. Prospering in Pandemonium is the book. Releasing and Restoring the Double Portion by Jeremiah Hosford. Thank you for leaning in once again to the Avail podcast where we talk about the art of leadership. We'll catch everybody the next time right here on the Avail podcast. Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Avail podcast with our guest, Jeremiah Hosford. You can connect with Jeremiah on social media and by visiting jeremiahhosford.com. For more leadership resources, check us out at Avail theartofleadership.com and make sure to claim your free annual subscription of the Avail Journal at availjournal.com If you'd like to connect to our growing leadership community on Facebook, visit availleadershipconnect.com As always, I'm your Avail Media host, Virgil Sierra. Muchas gracias. Thank you for connecting with us to learn the art of leadership here at the Avail Podcast.